I'm delighted to be here with Karen Doran, Executive Vice President of International Sales and Marketing for Pixel Power. Um, Karen, one of the things we want to talk about in these podcasts are topics that are of interest in the industry, both narrowly and broadly. And one of them at the moment is the seeming increase in OTT services as opposed to more traditional methods of creating and distributing content. Uh, it's all about the viewer experience, and that's something you talk about a great deal at Pixel Power, and rightly so. But is the increase in OTT services creating new new demand, or is it eating existing demand? Is it just to meet existing demand? I think it's doing a bit of both. I think there's a good deal of new demand being uh, created out there. As consumers, there's a, a lot of people interested in watching more content. I take yeah. an I take an early train to Cambridge in the morning and I am constantly amazed at the number of people who will sit on a train at 6.30 a.m. in the morning when I'm barely awake mm-hmm. and I'm watching intently a movie or a series of episodes and everybody is on their, their wow. mobile devices. They've either downloaded it or they're streaming mm-hmm. it. I guess one day they'll be constantly streaming it and no longer downloading yeah. it once the telcos uh, move further in that domain. I know that my service provides me 20 gig of download streaming, which is a huge capacity, and it's a great streaming service. Yeah, I think um, OTT services are, are interesting. It's interesting how um, uh, traditional broadcasters are seemingly in the public domain not doing as well as, as the likes of Netflix or Amazon Prime mm-hmm. or things like that. But uh, the director general of the BBC made a throwaway comment the other day that isn't it great how over a couple of years the, um, the Crown did extremely well with so many million viewers and yet in eight episodes of uh, one of our best uh, series that we did before Christmas or uh, summer last year, they mm-hmm. got twice the number of viewers. And I think it is interesting how we get, all get excited about the new boy in town. Yeah. new kid in town sure and and yet we ignore the traditional broadcasters who are doing some fantastic things really fantastic things yeah they also now need to get out and and put their content in uh ott platforms that's and, right and, and some are and many of them are, many are. Out there and and they're catching up in that respect but their brand their brand is what is most important and whether we like it or not as human beings we all follow like sheep and we all uh, follow brands and some sure. people, some of us, like like myself, like to think that no, I'm not a brand man. I I don't go in for brands. I like the new kid in town sometimes, but actually, naturally, I go for the brands because they're trusted, mm-hmm. and that trust is a hugely important thing. And that's one of the areas where we specialize. Um, yeah, we help brands create that trust. We help them develop their brand on screen. Because if you imagine the content as it goes out with no branding whatsoever, go back 40 years and look at that content. It's completely different different. from what it is today. And a a, a broadcaster's brand is their money. It's 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 a major differentiator. It's what sells the advertisers to the eyeballs. Sure. Uh, At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about who can pull the most eyeballs to their screens, whether it's a little screen in their hand at 6.30 a.m. or the big 50-inch screen in the front room watching the the um, the premium episode that's coming out that week. The brand is essentially scalable from a 50-inch diagonal to the mobile device you're watching on the train. Absolutely, and that takes us nicely, David, onto the point that uh, we've, we constantly make is that if you want to broadcast to multiple platforms, you really ought to be looking at a workflow that designs it from the beginning. So take one schedule, Mm -hmm. uh, which we do with our Stream Master platform driven by the Gallium Automation, 
uses one schedule that then delivers different branding, different graphics uh, available or out to different platforms for you. And that's how to get it right. But at the right quality as well. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You don't necessarily need 1080p on your three and a half inch screen on the train <laughs> in the morning. Not necessarily. I have heard, this may be a, a slightly different tangent, but I have heard from some quarters, and but this is particularly in regards to things like live events and that sort of thing, that uh, there can there is a perception, rightly or wrongly, there seems to be a lingering perception of occasional issues with stability or reliability, particularly for big events that are being streamed live and um, depending with, with quite a number of people trying to access that content, then it can break up and everything. Do you think that's a myth or is it something that is, can be you know, addressed with conventional, conventional means of delivering that content? It's not going to be easily addressable with conventional means, uh, means but there's new technology on its way. 5G broadcasting is going to yeah. help with that significantly with the two different layers. I guess that's the, what I was getting to, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's it's uh, a nice introduction to our parent company, Roland Schwartz, who acquired mm-hmm. Pixel Power in November. And whilst we're being run pretty separately for the next several years, we're very closely tied to Roland Schwartz and Roland Schwartz are... Um, uh, launching 5G products as we speak. Fantastic. Um, and we know that 5G rollout across the world will happen over the next uh, over the next few years. Sure. And one of the beauties of 5G is the ability to separate the layers between the telecommunications layer and uh-huh. the broadcast layer. There we go. Um, and that is a major uh, problem at events because everybody's on their telephone putting stuff on yeah. social media platforms and at the same time trying to make telephone calls and the telephone network goes down. Um, but uh, yeah, you're right. I think that will change over the next few years. Live games, live sports is a big draw. It always will. Always will be. It's always been the driver. Yeah, exactly. Well, Karen, I really appreciate your insights as ever. It's very interesting to hear what you have to say, and I look forward to future episodes and future broadcasts. Thank you very much, David.